0: Hello to all my friends and all my enemies. It's your boy Wolf the Dog, growling at you from Contention's best radio station, six nine four point two PTBP. It's time for our first segment, the unveiling of howling with Wolf, where we get to hear from y'all, my pups, my babies, my children. I'm only doing this out of the love in my big old wolf heart. Sharing airtime, fuck, but my pups are that important. All right, let's get it off with this one from an anonymous listener. Dear V-Cell, do not enter the mirror room. Do not let John into the mirror room. Destroy the mirror room. Destroy Orotech. Destroy John. Destroy the world. Dear V-Cell, nothing is real and everything is alive. The end has come and will come and come again. Find my bones, here and see. No, wait for me. I'm coming, but time moves so slowly. Wow, uh, that's, uh, that's real something, y'all. So if you want me to read whatever crazy horse shit you gotta say, submit a five-star review on your podcast app, screenshot that shit, and send it to us, or tag us on social media, at PretendingPod on Instagram and Twitter, Pretending to be people on Facebook. Now let's hear some news, y'all. Last time, the roving gang of tunnel vision cops left Mildred Mitchell, Sans' granddaughter, and information. They went to Forgotten Treasures and bullied the nice lady there until she put her own life in danger by telling the cops about the drunk man who threatened her. Upon leaving, the white Toyota they'd been searching for peeled out onto the road. After a short, dangerous pursuit, Keith Vigner gunned down Charles Donovan and John Lee Pettimore fired warning shots into the air as well as Clark's tires. And they found a bald man tied up in that old trunk. I'm surprised they didn't shoot this old boy too. Keith is riding with the bald man to the clinic as he is unconscious and in critical condition. Wolf wants his pack to keep this old boy in your singing bowls. Now, rub your hands together so fast it makes a weird sound for kudzu with no backbone.
1: to try to take the chain off and put, like, actual handcuffs on him. Okay, good. Or just, like, a zip tie, Citizens
2: Arrest style. You can never break the chain.
1: All
3: right, Keith, you are in the ambulance. You have replaced Billy Harrison's
1: chain with handcuffs, and you guys are heading to the clinic. I want to ask one of the paramedics back there, hey, is there anything, you know, maybe for this pain in my foot, so maybe I can... I know I'm supposed to keep off of it but you know in case I ever need to be on it like stand the pain no pun intended
4: stand I I don't I don't know if I'm supposed to just give out
1: medication uh, who's going to get you in trouble I'm a police officer um I'm gonna get you in trouble. I'm a police officer, and <laughs>
4: <laughs> gotcha, you, bitch.
1: Uh, You're saying roll. this
2: to a terrified like 19 year old EMT. <laughs> roll persuade. <laughs> nice.
1: Thirteen on a
2: seventy. <laughs> oh my god.
4: Um. Yeah. Okay. Just.
2: Uh, Shh. This is our secret. Lick the crazed look in your eye right now is like you actually are like intimidating somebody <laughs> for drugs. You look so scary.
5: Yeah, I, I guess you could...
3: And he reaches into a,
5: a bag of pills. Yeah, <laughs> he just pulls out a handful. He's
4: like, take one to four of these. <laughs> what did roll, they do?
2: Roll a d4 and see how many you take.
1: <laughs> I take that's a that's d6 again. a <laughs> cheater.
2: Take one. <laughs> I take one. What does it? what is it? Not it effective when you take one.
1: <laughs> he, it's oxycontin. He just gives you uh, like a, a bottle full of full of oxycontin. Okay, can I, I want to ask you if I take these? I'm thinking I probably get a plus to something and a minus to something if I take one. Yeah, bonuses. Can you tell analysis. me what that is right now
2: before I take one? <laughs> so your, I, your trap rap game is now off the hook. But
5: I, I. I'm the least knowledgeable about prescription drugs, but if he's actually in pain, won't it do good more than it does detriment? Like it'll attack pain receptors. Well, it'll yeah. do
2: more good for the pain than. But I don't think. But he's gonna be like he's like not I'm using gonna it recreationally. He's gonna be like every housewife you know, but don't realize. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> They're all so happy, fake happy.
5: Who do, who does that? Fake happy.
1: Don't worry. Oh shit. Fake, fake happy. <laughs> Okay, I'm looking up the side effects of Oxycontin.
2: Like, you'll be loopy, right?
5: Yeah, you'll be a bit loopy,
2: you'll be a little scratchy. Kind of a little bit of a goof. <laughs> and maybe sleepy. I mean, like, if I take, like, one...
5: just Fake Happy is by Paramore. Okay. <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> well... <laughs> what I uh, really Common side effects now. of OxyContin include constipation, nausea, stomach pain, loss of appetite, vomiting, sleepiness, tiredness, drowsiness, dizziness, lightheadedness, weakness, itching, headache, dry mouth, sweating, and decreases the ability to feel pain Ask your doctor if you want some Okay, I'll keep these for later, but probably going to take them all the time no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sparingly Alright, Clark and John, what
3: do
2: you guys want to do? Check out Dr. Marie Jacobs. See where she fits into this mystery. What was the Dr. Scrubs we got? Zabumafu? Um, Zabrowski. Dr. Zabumafu. <laughs> Dr. Between the Lions.
5: <laughs> Dr. Marie Jacobs, was she um, in contention or was she in the city? She's in contention. Do I know her? Have I heard of her? Do no, I know anything about Clark, her? She's Clark's ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, no, you probably wouldn't have any reason to know her. She's got a private practice, and that's all you know about her. Family practitioner, uh, you do have an address, and she lives in the suburbs, which is in the northeast part of town. Are you taking both vehicles there?
2: Probably. Yeah. Let's get a burger first.
3: Okay. What is the burger place called? Burgatory. Hell yeah. Is on the other side of the highway like five minutes out of your way if you want to hop up there and grab a burger.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of need a, you know, in, in this line of work, you can't take like too many mental health days off, but I need a mental health hour after watching Charles explode all over that <laughs> For sure. A uh, frosty
5: root beer. That might, that might suit me all
3: right. All right. So you guys grab some grub and then you head down back into town. Can you read the
2: menu? <laughs> into the,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, burger.
2: Oh, I'll have that.
3: Number two, vegan burger. We have a vegan Absolutely burger not that. <laughs>
2: yeah, I already ordered, so I'm not reading anymore. Number three. Oh, I don't want to even hear this. <laughs> yeah, I'm editing all that up. Um, <laughs> I remember when we ordered Waffle House for 30 minutes. <laughs> 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 Do they really not have pancakes at Waffle House? No. No, they
3: don't. They That's don't. fucking crazy. But you just kept trying to order pancakes. <laughs> it makes
2: sense, though. They don't like. Covered in for, for your browns. And capped. Capped is what Charles is
1: now. <laughs> He's covered in mushrooms? He's covered in <laughs> mushrooms. Well, eventually he would be, since we probably buried <laughs> yeah. him on the side
5: of the room. <laughs> Does Dr. Marie Jacobs run her practice out of her home? No. Is it midday? Is,
2: will she be at the
5: clinic? I feel where? like we should go to go to her <laughs> wherever to she me. is.
3: No, the like the sun just went down. Okay.
5: yeah, we head to her
3: house. On the way to Dr. Marie Jacobs' home, you guys pull onto our street in the suburbs, and as you are going down the street, you see kind of off to the right, there's a man with extremely unkempt hair and facial hair standing in his front yard wearing a white tank top under some, like, rubber-looking waders, and he is messing with a vacuum, holding the hose with one hand and pointing the wand, like of the vacuum cleaner to the ground, kind of like he's challenging his yard to a duel. And he begins to hold the wand with both hands and his arms shake violently up and down and all around before he drops the vacuum wand and begins sprinting out into the street in front of your car, not even paying attention to you whatsoever. What do you want to do?
2: I was texting, so I just run him down.
5: Did you say did you say it was vacuum like or it was a vacuum?
3: It was a vacuum. He yeah. was messing with that like hose. Yeah. One thing that comes off the side. And it doesn't look like
2: a fucked up vacuum. It's just a normal no vacuum. No,
5: normal vacuum. I wrote down disheveled man vacuuming his yard. So let's just keep going. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I slam on the brakes. And I say, sir, this might sound crazy, but were you trying to vacuum an oil creature out of this guy? He's
3: running. He's like running away. He has not even paid any attention to you whatsoever. As you slammed on the brakes, he begins running down the street. As he's running, uh, he begins to float off the ground, and his legs are still flailing in a desperate gait. Roll sanity.
2: Man, you really don't want us to see Marie Jacobs.
5: I pass 9 on a 52.
2: 47 on a 53.
3: Neither one of you lose any
2: sanity. Uh,
5: basically, <laughs> you think maybe it's
2: the air currents from the... Uh, he must be a Poppins. <laughs> yeah, per-
3: perhaps he has jumped very high. But what you do see is a young boy and girl standing in their front yard across the street and their jaws are dropped. They failed the rules
2: hard. <laughs> yeah.
3: And they are watching this dude as he begins to
2: float into the air. So what do you do? How far in the air is he? Two feet. Like I run up and I try to pull him back down. Okay. He
3: is not coming down. You are actively fighting against a force that you cannot see. Clark, what do you do?
5: I grab the other leg. (laughs) His
1: pants fall down.
3: So I need you guys to both uh, roll strength.
5: Pass 23 on a 65 fail. 76
2: on a 50.
3: John, you lose grip and slide down his leg as you are pulling on his shoe. As he kind of begins to get higher, you pull his shoe off of his foot, and Clark, you are holding him, but you feel a force actively lifting him upward. He is three feet off the ground at this point, and you are the only thing holding him from floating away, and he is screaming,
4: oh, Holy sh! Oh, you have to, you have to f- get the, get the, get the shit, get the fucking, get the. Get the vacuum! Get the vacuum!
5: I turn to John.
4: John, get the vacuum! He says get the vacuum!
2: I turn to those kids across the street. Kids, get the vacuum! The two kids run
3: and grab the vacuum from this man's yard.
2: I'm kind of like, I'm uh, overseeing the children now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm in a supervisory role. Yeah, I mean, you're delegating responsibilities. Right there, kids! Right there! (laughs) (laughs) And uh,
3: these two children... (laughs) Uh, are running over with the vacuum on an extension cord that is like extremely long, and they're bringing it out into the street. Clark, I need you to roll strength
5: for me one more time here. Pat forty-six on a sixty-five. Well, I'm holding on to him, we got, we got you, bud. They're coming with the vacuum. Get Just the hold my, on. Shoot, get the, get my feet, my feet. It's all around. It's all around. It's everywhere. What, what is it, bud? What is it? <laughs>
3: And these kids bring the vacuum to you, John. Suck suck those feet up right there. Just
2: just put that hose to his feet. <laughs> you two are heroes.
3: How old are these children? They're like 9 both of them. Yeah.
2: As a duo,
3: the girl is holding the wand, and the little boy is holding the vacuum, like hugging it, like holding it up, and he reaches over and flicks it on, and the girl holds the wand kind of up to this man's feet, and they're both like,
4: what do we do?
2: You're doing great, kids.
4: But is this why... Why?
2: This is how you stop people from flying. Now, <laughs> just keep going. You're both. I'm making you both honorary deputies. You're vacuuming the hell out of that this man's shoes. Just keep going.
5: <laughs> this
1: is get some. Do we have fake badges at the poli- at the police station? To I was I out? was
5: already thinking that I've got them in my car. I've got little that I hand out to kids.
3: <laughs> the wand starts to move in jagged motions.
4: Oh my god! There's something. I'm sucking up something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm, no, yeah, we I
0: can't do this. I did not. I, mean, <laughs> I
2: think that was worse with the hand gestures, but it might, it might play better on audio. But that oh, was. No. Uh, yeah, John. John very quickly like grabs the end of the hose and is like, You've, "You're doing great. I got that from here." And the the
3: boy holding the
4: vacuum is like, I can feel it too. It's inside now.
2: What are you? What are your names? I'm um, I Aiden.
4: Aiden. <laughs> I'm
2: Aiden. And she's I don't know. Aiden, shitty is a girl, girl? <laughs> Like yeah, Brooke. No. Brooke is a decent. What's like a millennials kid's name? <laughs> kids in contention probably still have good biblical names. Yeah, they're they're not worried about their names right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they
1: are. Um, cut, cut back, cut back. <laughs> yeah. Hit it. And um,
3: Clark, you actually feel the pressure is releasing, and it is easier to hold this guy closer to the ground. And he is looking down. He's like, you're you're doing it.
4: Oh, oh, you're doing it.
2: Clark is feeling really good about being able to pull him down. Uh, I'm strong. John is watching all this like hands on hips satisfied like, yes, team, yes.
3: Clark, you get him all the way to the ground and he just f- begins sprinting. He he is sprinting. He's like,
5: run, run, run away, run. Can I do a check that I don't let him go?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You can roll strength or unarmed
5: combat. I'm using my unarmed combat skill. Okay. I pass. Fifty three on a seventy. Uh, he rolled an ot-ot. <laughs> it's a critical fail.
3: fail. His so legs fall you off. can do whatever <laughs> you want to him. I wanna
5: <laughs> I wanna grab him, like bear around the shoulders and pull him to like the nearest lawn. Just wanna get him away from that area that he was floating in and off the road and then if he's still struggling, I want to get him to the ground.
3: Okay, yeah, you can get him to the ground, and you're holding him, and he's still screaming, like,
5: Get away
4: from it! Get away!
3: Now, I need both of you guys to roll sanity
5: for me. Fail. 62 on a 53. 61 on a 52, I also fail.
3: You guys are both going to lose a d4. Oh,
5: fuck. 4. 2. So my sanity is now at 50.
2: At 49, and I'm one away from my breaking point.
5: I am two away from mine.
3: You guys can actually see on the street where you were flashing in your vision is a thin layer of this viscous, like writhing ooze, and it is moving down the street into one of those drainage storm drain. Yeah, off the side of the road, kind of where the sidewalk meets. And all of the ooze that was on the street Is going down, is that, going drain. down that drain What
2: happens when you shoot it? I shoot it <laughs> uh, okay. Kids, get out of the way And uh, roll firearms 67 on a 60 <laughs> Okay, so you just fire a Those few kids shots kids are dead <laughs> <laughs> I told them to get out of the way The kids both like completely Probably think it's pretty cool
0: They're
3: completely blank faced gun, right? And they're backing away. The boy is still holding
2: the vacuum. Hey, junior He's deputies, get, get back here. Put Drop that vacuum, first of all.
3: And as the two of them are being talked to by you, you see the bag on this vacuum just explodes. And you see both of these kids are immediately just covered in this black, viscous goo. They are gone not necessarily from your vision because you can currently see this mass of ooze so more so you see the limbs of these kids inside of this ooze struggling to get out god i mean it's so dark that it it seems to dampen the brightness of everything around it all the lights shining down and stuff and it kind of melts down into the ground and begins slowly at first, but surely gaining speed flowing toward you, John. What do huh. you do? Uh, do kids count as yeah, w- a I, one kill or I got, a half I got, a kill? No,
2: John just <laughs> got two kills.
3: <laughs> also, go ahead and
2: roll sanity. No way. Yeah, 92 on a 49. So this is going to be a breaking point I
5: moment. I critically fail. 66. <laughs>
3: John, roll a d6, cut it in half. And add four. Oh,
2: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, One. Uh, a five. Clark, you lose seven. So that's a breaking point for me. Same. Also, man, I am like bonkers now. What are you down to? 44. That's not too bad. I have 40. I'm at 43. I'm fucking crazy.
5: What accent was that?
2: <laughs> it was uh, all of them. <laughs> I was, I was like, doing hey, all of them.
5: What's? Uh, how do you calculate the new breaking point?
1: <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's do that real quick. Keith
5: Vigna, you're at 40, correct?
1: I'm at 40, and my last breaking point was 40. So how do I do my new breaking
3: point? Right. So yours is easy because your power is 10. So you just subtract your power from your current sanity. So what's 40 minus 10? (laughs) Clark, your sanity is currently 43, and your power is 12. So your new breaking point is 31. And John Lee Pettymore, your sanity is 44, and your power is 12, which means your new breaking point is 32. Cool hitting your breaking point will begin to change your character through the use of a new disorder that your character has gained and it will affect your willpower. I will discuss this off microphone with you.
2: I feel like John's definitely going to be a lot less cavalier with the lives of children <laughs> after this incident. <laughs> it's too late to try to vacuum them out of it. <laughs> like that's, You kept describing how horrible it was and I was like, I want to vacuum <laughs> but I guess I hit my breaking point point
3: froze. Losing that much sanity, 10
2: or five. I've lost nine this session. Oh, gosh.
3: I need you to roll against your power in order to act. Okay. And hey, this is really important. 58 out of 60. You lucky son <laughs> of a yes. bitch. As this flowing dark ooze is moving toward you, you can move.
2: I dive for the vacuum. Oh, the bag burst. Yep. Yeah, I run. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
3: this guy in Clark's arms is freaking the fuck out. And he's like, no,
4: I fucking told you to run. I, god, no.
3: And uh, Clark, what are you doing?
5: I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting up and running. Yeah. Maybe following wherever he runs, but running away. (laughs) Oh,
2: we should run to our cruisers.
5: (laughs) No, I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to follow the guy who's been sucked up in the air, see where he's running. No, I know. Okay. But but maybe we should get in (laughs) off foot.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sink seems quick. Okay, so he begins to run down the street away from you and also toward Marie Jacobs' house. John, do you want to head to your cruiser, or are you following after this unkempt
2: man and Clark Bishop as they... Are they running down like an alley or the road? <laughs> what was that?
3: I was going to say hot-footed or something. I don't that's know what I was going to say, yeah. say. hot, I was like, hot-, hot-,
4: hot- is hot- a weird... Hot- that's a thing. <laughs> like, I
3: was like, hot-footed? <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs>
2: Are they running down a street or alley? They're running down the
3: the street in the suburbs. It's honestly a nice neighborhood.
2: Yeah. So I get in my cruiser and I take off after him. And I'm with the ultimate goal of like collecting them both and getting to Julie's.
5: Jacobs?
3: Yes. As you get in your cruiser, you see this writhing mass and it disappears from your vision. I mean, like. It was there, it didn't move anywhere. It was moving, yes, at the time, but it didn't move out of your sight. It just disappeared and you can't see it anymore. I'm not afraid
2: of silly putty. I'm not afraid of silly putty. I'm not afraid of silly putty. And you hop in your car,
3: take off down the street, and make it to Clark Bishop and this unkempt man wearing a white tank top and rubber-like waiters. And you look to your right and you see the address for Dr. Marie Jacobs' house. Keith Vigna, you are at the clinic in contention where the ambulance has brought you as well as Billy, Billy Harrison. Billy, was that Billy his name? Harrison. Billy Harrison. And you are standing in a hallway waiting and a doctor comes to you and lets you know that he is woken up. He has a concussion. Uh, he took a pretty huge blow to the back of his head and he was unconscious for quite an amount of time, which leads them to believe something might have gone wrong neurologically. So they did some scans. They're waiting on the report back, but he is currently awake and you can go talk to him and he's cuffed to the bed. As you walk into the room, he is laying in the bed, one cuff,
1: Yep, onto the bed. Is he, like, hostile, or is he just, like, kind of confused? He's just sitting there. I'm going to go into the room and... Hey, Billy, uh, do you know where you are right now? He kind of looks around. Hospital. Yeah, so you're in the contention hospital. My name is Officer Vigna. I have a couple questions for you. You're not in trouble. He kind of moves his hand. Yeah, I think... uh, So you suffered a concussion, so you might be a little confused, but I just want to set a timeline of what you remember meeting up to what I know. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay, so can you tell me your name? Billy Harrison. Do you know where you are right now? You said
3: Contention. We're in Contention. Are you from Contention? No.
1: Where are you from?
3: I'm from, I'm, I'm from, I, I don't remember. Do you know how old you are? I'm 31. I'm, th- I'm 31. Close enough.
1: What is the last thing you remember before you remember talking to me? I was, I went to my friend John's. John? Uh, Peters. John Peters. How do you know John Peters? Uh,
3: we are in the army together. No, yeah. I'm, I was in the army. We're just friends.
1: So John Peters was not in the army with you?
3: I don't think so. No, he's an old friend. Okay, do you remember why you went over to his house? He, he he hadn't responded, he hadn't responded to any of my messages. And how long? Uh, a couple days. I I tried calling him. Yeah, I tried calling him. He didn't. He didn't respond. I got
1: worried about him. How often do you usually see John? I don't see him very often. Or how do how often do you keep in contact with him?
3: We talk a lot. We play video games together.
1: Okay. He didn't respond long enough for you to be worried about him, right? And that's why you went and checked on him?
3: Yeah, I was on my way through town.
1: Did you get to his house? Yeah. Then did you talk to him?
3: No, he wasn't there. I was I was looking in... Something happened at his house. Did you look into
1: the windows or did you get into his house? I was looking in the window. That's... That's the last thing you remember? Or can you think any harder? Is there anything... Do you remember seeing anybody in the house or do you remember anybody coming up to you? No, I was looking through the window and... And now I'm here? What... What happened? Do you know a man by the name of Charles Donovan? No. Okay. Um... So what's happened here is uh, we were uh, chasing after a man named Charles, and we found you tied up in the back of his car. And uh, he gave you—he must have hit you with something while you were looking through John's house or looking into John's house, and he gave you a concussion, and that's why you're here, just for some tests and some just surveying to see what your health is like. But do you know anyone that would have wanted to hurt John? Did John ever talk about any enemies or any people he might have owed a debt to or anything that he might have been caught up with, um, any kind of trouble that he was in? No, not that I can think of. What kind of video games did you play with him, online or with him? Uh, Online. So did he ever tell you much about his personal life? I mean, we just knew each other growing up and stayed in touch because we both played Call of Duty. Okay. Do you know anybody that drives a white Toyota? I mean, what kind of car do you drive? Probably. <laughs> Let me start over. What kind of car do you? What? How did? What car did you drive to John's house? A white van. White van. Okay. And when? What? When did you go over to John's house? The third. What day is it? Today's the third. Thank God. About what time did you get there? I don't remember. I, I think this. Yeah, the sun was up. Okay. How late is it? It's about 8 o'clock in the evening. So, had you eaten lunch before you went, or? <sighs> yeah. Okay, so early afternoon, probably. Yeah. So, about six, okay. About six hours you've been out. Oh, God. Um. That's really bad for you, isn't it? Well, we'll, we'll let the doctors decide that. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a, a very good police officer. So, you can trust me. You can tell me anything that you want. What kind of line of work are you in now? I'm on leave from the Army. Okay, you don't happen to know anybody that works at a dog grooming facility, do you?
3: You're asking some weird questions. I
1: know these sound weird, but you've got a concussion, so you might not... None of these questions are weird, you just might think they are.
3: Okay. I don't know anyone who works at a dog grooming establishment.
1: Okay, I guess... uh you know, I, I got, I'll i give you some rest and I'll talk to the doctor, see how you're doing. I'll, I'll let you, I'll leave you to it. And he kind of moves his hand with the handcuff on it and he's like, is this,
3: is this still necessary? I kind of feel like I was the victim and I mean, you're not treating me like i'm arrested
1: no you're not under arrest but i'm i'm gonna stick around here at the clinic until i get word from the doctor that you're okay um you know we don't want you getting up and walking off and you know dying out there yeah that
3: makes sense okay well then can you at least take this off for now
1: I don't- I don't know about that. I- Am I under arrest? Should I put you under arrest? No, sorry. Sir, you've been pretty cooperative so far, but you're making me question whether I should be done with this interview. Why were you at John Peter's house, for real? I was just checking- You were checking on your friend that you play video games with? Yeah. I thought he might be in trouble. Why would you think that he was in trouble? There's times where I text my friends and they don't text me back or call me back for a couple days and it's for no reason. Especially my close friends. I don't know about if you're that close with him. Tell me why you were at John Peter's house. And I pull out my other pair of handcuffs and handcuff his other hand to the other side of the bed. Out of game. Is this something I should pursue?
3: (laughs) Or am I wasting time? You can do anything you want. Here's what we're gonna do. As you walk up to his bed with the other pair of handcuffs, I need you to roll unarmed combat. I got a 54 on a 40. Okay. And he got a success. So as you approach him in one swift motion, he pulls your gun from your holster and immediately has it drawn on you. And he says, uncuff my hand right now or I'm going to shoot you.
1: Can I roll human to see if he is just scared? Or Absolutely. 40 on an 80.
3: Yeah, not only is he not scared in this moment at all, it looks like he has done this before
1: and he is going to shoot you. What would I roll? <laughs> I'm thinking of like, I want to like jump and just tase him, but I'd like do I have the... I'm thinking I have a taser gun, but do I have like a sh- stick it in his neck kind of taser? Oh, I don't know. You probably have the gun. I think that's what they carry these
3: days. Hey, Luke, he's going to shoot you.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I put my hand up. Okay. I'm reaching down to my pot, uh, to my, what do you call the little thing they wear? Tactical belt? Yeah. Okay. I'm reaching down to my belt to pull out the key. Please don't shoot me. He kind of moves the handcuff in a position to make it easy for you to unlock it. I put the key in the lock. I twist it. It unclicks. I put the key back on my belt and the handcuffs are unlocked. He says, turn around. I turn
3: around. He stands up and he's behind you. He's got the gun pressed firmly against the back of your head. And he says, all right, here's what we're going to do. Fuck! (laughs) Okay, I guess roll alertness for me. Pass, 53 on a 60. Okay, he rolled a 22, and your lights go out. All right, Thomas and Joe. John Lee Pettymore drives his cruiser down the road of the suburbs and makes it to where Clark Bishop and this haggard-looking man are running down the street, and you guys kind of slow down as you're looking behind you. And the guy says,
5: It's gone. It's gone.
3: Yeah, I can't can't see
5: it either, man. What, What the fuck was it?
3: Oh, shit. It's here. And he turns and he kinda bends down and looks inside the cruiser and he sees John Lee Pettymore. And he backs up immediately and he's like, I could what, what are you what are you? And he looks at both of you. He's like, what are you doing? <sighs> and he just fucking starts running back toward his house immediately.
5: Whoa, whoa, hey, butt, whoa. And I'm trying to chase after him if I can get a hand on him.
3: Uh, you can get a hand. I mean, do you want to, like, ta- he's he's really trying to get away. So I would just
5: like to grab him so he can't get away, whatever that would take. Okay, yeah. Full... I
3: mean, you could do unarmed combat or strength. Uh,
5: I'll do unarmed combat.
3: Okay. I fail. Fucking 91 on
5: a 70. Okay,
3: he passes. So he he gets away from you and uh, he starts running down the street and he looks crazy. I mean, (laughs) this guy's wearing a a white tank top with big rubber waders on and he's just like hoofing it down the street. I don't know. Squeak, squeak, squeak. (laughs)
5: Uh, Yeah, I don't think I'm going to pursue. I think I'll watch him run away. Same.
3: Okay. So he he runs back to his house. I know where he lives. We, I, yeah, we we shout that. We We know where you live. (laughs) 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 He looks back over his shoulder, crazed (laughs) look in his eyes as he like dips into his house. Cool. All right. So you guys are like right in front of the Jacobs home. It's a beautiful modern home with a large front yard and a recessed entrance, just like every home on this street and in this neighborhood. You are in the suburbs.
2: Honestly, this this part of town seems a little nice for waiters. Like the waiter guy. Not waiters.
5: (laughs) (laughs) This part of town does seem a little nice for
2: waiters. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. I mean, we've all... No servers live in this neighborhood. (laughs) We've all waited tables, but...
5: Uh, I'm realizing suddenly that it's a little weird roleplay-wise that we shrug our shoulders and go investigate Dr. Marie's ass. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) This seems
2: convenient and perfect to me. I, uh... (laughs) I j- I don't feel great about those kids, you know.
5: They fucking they're fucking gone.
2: All right, listen, Clark. We never saw two kids.
5: But they were they were just over. We,
2: you understand that we cannot have like we can't be on the hook for the death of two children. Nobody's gonna believe the crazy guy and the waiters. There were never any kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there weren't. We don't know what happened <laughs> to those two. <laughs> That's two those
5: two children. There weren't there, were no, there weren't there weren't no yeah. there were no children. There were no children. Let's uh let's see what this doctor knows about our cases.
3: You guys walk up to the front door? Yeah. I'll knock.
2: It's
5: good
3: knocking. This <laughs> is much better than Luke's. <laughs> <laughs> you hear scuffling from inside and then you can like very clearly hear someone approaching the door and you hear some heavy breathing like right on the other side of the door. It's just like
2: Doctor Jacobs, we have a few questions for you. No. Uh, we'd just like to talk, ma'am. If you could just even open your door, we could just have a word with you right here.
4: We can talk through the door. Go away.
5: <laughs> ma'am, we're we're the police. We we need to we need to talk to you.
4: I know who you are. You have a warrant.
5: Maybe. Uh, we don't we don't need a open warrant to talk. Open the door and find out.
4: You can come back with
3: a warrant. No, that's not her voice. I don't
2: know. Uh, yeah. Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, I do. Restart? I do. Okay. Is she <laughs> She has a nicer house than that. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Fuck. Contention PD.
4: Go away.
5: See, I thought you were going to go less witchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> John, it's a witch. It's a witch. What did you say? You said Contention PD? Yeah. Uh, we just we just need to. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> <You> already, <laughs> you already say that? preoccupied. What uh, did you just say? Continue, PD. Uh, we, just, uh, we just need to ask you some questions, ma'am. Okay. Can you open the door for me?
4: You can ask your questions through the door.
2: Pausing the role play what do we want to ask her actually
5: yeah i so her she was just circled in the phone book at julie maxwell's place right that's the only real lead we have to come here so maybe if she knows her i thought we
2: had a couple other things though i thought other people had i thought there were two or three vectors to her
5: nope i do have something else to her Oh, do you yes uh she bought the radio from the treasure shop yes
2: that's important isn't it
5: good fucking call john and thomas So then what do we want to ask it like?
2: <laughs> <Hey>. Radio <laughs> repair. <laughs> what were you saying?
5: I put it together in my head that Julie might have just circled her name in the phone book as another person who bought a crazy item like her camera. So she might not know who Julie Maxwell is either way. Ma'am, we uh, just wanted to. Uh, did you purchase anything from the. Uh, oh, shit. What's it called? Sorry. Forgotten treasures. Did you purchase anything from forgotten treasures in the last, uh, let's say, month? I buy many things from Forgotten Treasures. Did you happen to buy an old radio? No. We think you did and we're just kind of interested in it. Go away. You didn't do anything wrong. We just uh we're just curious about that old radio you bought. You want to open the door for us? Why? So we can take a look at that old thing. It sounds cool. It's not here. Uh where where to it go? It's gone. Did you sell it? No. What would you fetch? What kind of price you fetch for that?
2: Can I hement her to see if she's lying? Yeah. I do not pass. 83 out of 50.
4: You don't know. Uh,
5: So if you, if you didn't sell it, uh, why, why is it not here? A man came and took it. A man came and took your a radio? A man came and took it. I'm sorry to hear that. Did you get a good look at the guy? We can, we can go and get that for you. He said
4: no cops. Oh, we can be discreet. Oh, can you? Knocking on the door, yelling about
5: radios.
2: She's got us there.
5: We can be discreet from here on out for you.
2: It's a lot easier to be discreet uh, when you let us inside, ma'am.
5: There's nothing here for you.
4: Go away.
2: Was that man John Peters?
4: I don't know who that is.
5: Can you describe the man who took that? He was tall. He was drunk. He was very mean. Did he break into your house to get that radio? Yes. Did you watch him carry it away? He had a gun. Did you see him drive off? No. Is he still here? No.
4: He is gone, as is the radio that you so desperately desire.
5: I turned to John. John, I mean, a tall, drunk guy stealing a radio. It's got to be Charles, right?
2: Um, There was the description of the menacing, drunk, mean guy with the gin blossoms. That wasn't Charles, right? I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you're right.
5: Because he was at Treasure... Fucking, what's it called? Forgotten Treasures. Forgotten, <laughs> I'm forgetting the word forgotten. <laughs> he, uh, he was at Forgotten Treasures. He was drunk when I saw him. It's gotta be Charles. And uh, he's dead.
2: Well, we need to follow up on his hotel room then. He's staying at the same hotel yeah. as Digna. Hey, just to, go, satis- go Real, go, just
5: to go. satisfy- Go, go away. Just to
2: satisfy our curiosity while we're here, what kind of doctor are you?
4: I am a doctor. I am a family doctor.
2: That's that's a noble profession. Thank you, man. Thank
4: you. Oh, get, hey, Salem. Oh,
2: you want me a witch. And uh, (laughs) as as she says that, you
3: kind of see, so she's got uh, one of those doors that has the glass pane at the top. And so you can see movement through there. And you didn't see any shape or anything earlier uh, when she came to the door. But there is kind of the shape of a taller person there. And she's like,
4: I have to go. If you would like to continue talking, I will be back post-haste.
5: Ma'am, is there somebody in there with you?
2: Uh, Clark, I don't think we need a warrant anymore. I think we have... Reasonable uh, suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 know the, the words. Okay, we can't start. We can't start doing like takes and shit though. It's gonna <laughs> be. <weird>. I <laughs> um, uh, Clark, I think we have reasonable. <laughs>
5: <laughs> John, are you trying to say reasonable suspicion? I sure am, Clark. I think I, we might as well. All right, I kick down the door. <laughs>
3: Okay. Go ahead and uh, roll law. How
2: about that? 35 on a 50. Yeah,
3: hey, you've done this before. <laughs> you know how to do it. Okay.
2: They train, I mean, they train you how to kick in a door. For sure. I, f- I figured it would be a strength test, not like a cop test, but I like it.
5: <laughs> Trying to change things up. Yeah. The cop test was so that you knew you were in the right to do this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You had the force of the law behind your kick. Okay. <laughs> So I've kicked
2: down the door, gun drawn. We're here to protect you, doctor.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You kick in the door and you immediately uh, see the house. The house is a complete wreck. It smells weird in here. There's a haze in the air, but she's not not there. But you can kind of hear yelling like, "Ah, like from the basement. There's a door very clearly kind of around the corner that leads to the basement and it's open. Um, Do you guys want to start going there or do you want to look around the rest of the house?
5: Uh, I want to do just a visual scan as I'm walking toward the basement door. What can I see from an ocular (laughs) pad down of the premises?
3: So there's not a lot specific up here. All over the house, there's a bunch of random stuff. It's on the counters, the tables, any surface is full of stuff and not clean. There are beakers and other types of like containment uh, objects all over the place as well as many jars, which is another thing that I just said.
5: Something you can contain things in.
3: Also, uh, some bowls. No, I'm just... uh, So, uh, lots of stuff like that around. uh, Just kind of like all around a mess. There's there's shit everywhere. And in fact, it smells terrible. And it kind of smells like shit. In here. People or animals. Which is weird. Well, uh when you. are Gen- just general. Both, yeah. However, good question. Because when you go around, you do see a litter box. But there's poop in it.
2: But it doesn't look like cat poop. Is it too big? It's too big. Oh, she is a
5: fucking witch.
2: She's got a giant cat man named Salem.
5: Can we discern anything that she's yelling? Uh,
3: As she starts walking up the stairs, she's like,
4: Did you kick down my door?!
5: Thought you were in trouble, ma'am.
4: I am in no trouble. Please leave my home immediately.
5: Ma'am, we
2: believe you are harboring a legal giant cat man in this premises. Do
4: you hear the words coming out of your mouth, officer? I just
2: point to the litter box.
3: She looks over at it and she says,
4: Salem is going to get some licks for that.
3: Can you show us Salem, ma'am? Yeah. And she points at a picture on one of the countertops somewhere. It's a picture
5: of her and her
3: husband and their cat. They have a black cat.
5: Man, there was somebody else in this house. Do you know where they went?
4: Um... That was just Doug.
5: Who's Doug? Doug's my husband. She points at the same picture. Where'd Doug go?
4: He's downstairs. He does not want to be
5: disturbed. Well, tough titty, said the kitty. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I brush past her and start walking down the stairs. No! I, I holler down the stairs, Doug! I need you to come up here. You hear Mow From downstairs? Yeah. It's a fucking can, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my god. Okay.
2: All right. Uh
5: <laughs> cover a, me. A cold, a cold chill runs down yeah. Clark's spine as the joke that they were having suddenly becomes very real. <laughs>
2: This was never a joke to me, Clark. It was to me.
3: Don't go down there! And she kind of like tries to get in front of you and close the door to the steps to the basement.
5: I hold the door.
3: She's just looking up at you. By the way, Dr. Marie Jacobs is a older, short, plump woman. She has mascara smeared all over her entire face. Her hair is a complete disaster. And she is wearing a white coverall with long neoprene gloves.
2: Does it look like if you smeared the mascara off her face, she might actually be a cat? <laughs> From
3: what you know about both humans and cats, I would say no. Okay. As she does this, she looks at John, and she says, Actually... And turns to Clark and says, You can go downstairs. And looks back at John. Join me in the kitchen
4: for a moment.
2: Sidebar, Clark. One moment, ma'am. Doctor.
4: Thank you. I didn't go to seven years of school be called ma'am?
2: Of course not, doctor. Hey, hey Clark. You're not gonna let me go down there alone, right? No, no, like, we gotta arrest her right now, right? Like, this is suspicious as hell. Yeah. She's like dissecting a cat man down there or something,
5: right? Yeah, something like that. Something
2: unholy is happening in this house. Things are real weird.
5: That's against the law, right? At the very least, the guy downstairs ain't coming up, and that, after I told him to come up. So... Handcuff her? Yeah, I turn around to start handcuffing her, and I start reading. Ma'am, you're
2: under arrest uh, for suspicion of harboring uh, an unholy catman, for impeding the investigation of two officers, for just being creepy as hell. Clark, you got any anything to add? Nope, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, I'm I'm real sorry, doctor, but you are just uh, under all kinds of arrest.
4: Salem!
2: And you, <laughs> you hear just this like boom. Boom, boom, like <laughs> coming up the stairs. I cuff her as quickly. I try to cuff her like very quickly.
3: <laughs> All right, roll. You can either roll law or dexterity. Dexterity. Okay. 58 on a
2: 65.
3: Well done. You get the cuffs locked and you are ready for whatever is about to happen next. <laughs>